0: Hey guys, uh, Carrie and I are going to spend some time together for the next couple weeks. And so, uh, Everyday Truth and uh, Enough for today. <laughs> enough for today are, are merged. Uh, obviously, we are in Jerusalem and we have a very good looking cameraman right now, <laughs> uh, Paul Tierney. Uh, but we've been walking through Jerusalem this morning, uh, kind of just getting lost a little bit, but enjoying the, the ambiance of a quiet old city. And we're at the Western Wall right now. So, Kerry, tell us about the Western Wall.
1: You know, we got here um, last night and just coming to Jerusalem before we get about the Western Wall is just being in Jerusalem gives you this sense of, number one, all the history that happened here that led up to our redemption. But then all that will yet to unfold in this place that Mm -hmm. our hope is so anchored to. And as we're standing at this wall, this wall is really the outer wall at the base of what's called Temple Mount. It's a bit of a heartbreaking spot for me. It is. Because. In fact, it's called the Wailing Wall. Yeah. And the reason is that the people that are here praying generally believe that they have been ostracized from the presence of God irreparably right now, they can't get to Him closest they can get to him in their religious system is to come to this wall and touch it or put a prayer on it Mm -hmm. and you want to go to that wall and preach the gospel Mm -hmm. because Jesus replaced this temple with himself and he said that his temple would be torn down and he would raise it up in three days Mm -hmm. and because of that resurrection and our faith he comes into us Mm -hmm. and we become the temple Mm And so we can walk with God by faith. He lives in us. Mm -hmm. We don't have to stand outside of Temple Mount wishing we could know him, wishing we could fellowship with him. And so coming here reminds me of so much that happened in terms of biblical history, Mm -hmm. but it reminds me of the work of Christ in fulfilling all of this Mount picture for so many hundreds of years.
0: The the, the Mount itself is still controlled by uh, the Palestinians. And so um, the Orthodox Jews, uh, the farthest that they can come to what, what will eventually be the third temple up here is this retaining wall and they come to pray. They come to pray for the coming Messiah. Uh, they uh, they pray for the peace of Jerusalem. There's a men's side, there's a lady's side. Uh, and you can go, we can go, go touch the wall, pray there. Of course, the, the, the fact is, we, we don't need to come to a wall by a temple to pray, you know? We, we come boldly to the throne of grace, wherever we are, because we are the temple of God, and we can come. You know, th- this spot reminds me of Romans chapter 10, that, uh, Romans 9 rather, where Paul says, I bear the record that they have a zeal for God, but not according to knowledge. And so, uh, this is a spot where you hear impassioned prayers You hear people that truly long for Messiah, and yet we haven't, he's right here. And you haven't, Uh, he's right there.
1: So we're in Jerusalem, but we're no closer to God than you are out there at home. I think that, um, well, we were on the plane last night and the lady next to me was a devoted Jewish lady. She began to ask me why I was going to Israel. That unfolded that I'm a pastor. She began to ask what we believe. And I began to, as uh, gently and thoughtfully as I could, share the gospel with her and explain the differences between Judaism and Christianity. And she was surprised when I said this. I said, you know, we believe in the same Messiah you believe in. She said, really? I said, we believe we are waiting for Messiah to come and establish his kingdom. She said, really? I said, yes. I said, one of the main differences is we believe he already came once and that he suffered and did a work of redemption the first time. And when, when I began to talk about the Lamb, Jesus the Lamb, she quickly changed the subject. Mm-hmm. She didn't wanna visit that because uh, the Jewish people don't want to entertain the idea of a suffering Messiah. Mm-hmm. They can't tolerate that. Mm-hmm. But he had to suffer first to redeem us, to bring us to God. Mm-hmm. And we're waiting, we're waiting for him to come right back to this place. Think about it today, pray, pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Yeah. And the, the greatest
0: peace of Jerusalem is Jesus. Uh, he is the one that brings peace, not only peace in our mind, but, but the peace of God that, that, that uh, is what every soul needs. Uh, the people behind me, the people all around me, and even you today, if you don't know Christ, He is the only way by which we can approach our God.
1: Hey, if you listen to Everyday Truth, thanks for letting me join in. And and if you're a part of the Enough for Today audience, thanks for letting Kurt join in. This is where we'll be uh, every day for our time together for the next several days. We hope you'll join us. Tomorrow we'll be at the Mediterranean Sea, so we'll see you there. Share it with a friend.